fade it down and start talking. Oh, okay. We don't do these nearly enough, so I don't remember what we're supposed to do. Shit. We're supposed to talk about music and life and experiences and stuff. <laughs> this is Dyslexic Heart number 13. Woo! Only yeah. 13? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> We've only done two this year, so. Whoops. Yeah. Well, we're not doing Christmas songs, except maybe we'll slip one in. Maybe. Maybe. But mostly our... Oops. Is this our year-end 2012 review or something? <laughs> I don't think we have necessarily any sort of format. No. Oh, that's right. We don't. Except, <laughs> should I tell the story now or should I wait until later? Because there was not a story... What, not knowing what the story is. I don't give there a There is a story I was going to tell. Okay. So when I was in college, my roommate dated this guy. Oh, this is a funny story. <laughs> and... um. He ended up cheating on her. And that bastard. That bastard. That rat bastard. And he had like in this major you complex give their names. about it. No, I'm not going to give the <laughs> names. They're not even listening. No, I know. That's why it'd be funny to give their names. People could look them up and send them messages on Facebook that we talked about. Oh, them. Christ. No. Anyway, so like he had kind of a guilt complex. and Kind like, of? Well, he had a major guilt. Well, he should because he cheated on her. Bastard. Fucker. And... So, like, I'm looking at your playlist. I'm not playing Godier. Uh, that's all right. That <laughs> I think people have heard that song enough. You think? You think? I'm not playing anything featuring banjos either, by the way. Okay. No. Oops. What are you playing now? I don't know. That was by mistake. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, that was Best Coast, I think. Yeah. Anyway, so. God like, damn it! I'm not very good at technology. Stop touching my phone. Sorry. Okay. Go You're ahead. You're interrupting my story. Go ahead with your story. All right. So I lived with this friend of mine who was dating this guy, and. There was this other woman in the picture, and he had cheated with her. And I remember, like, hearing things and, like, putting them together and thinking, that doesn't sound quite right, but I'm not going to question it because I don't want to cause any drama. So anyway, turns out he cheated on my roommate with this other woman, which I've already previously stated. Sorry. The story's way longer than needed. Get to the punchline. All right. So he started having these horrible headaches and he was really nervous about them. And he told my roommate that he cheated on her because he was afraid he had AIDS. <laughs> and it turned out he needed to go to the eye doctor and get a new glasses prescription. <laughs> Idiot. That's good stuff. So I'm sorry for like winding that up to be like five minutes when it should have been like 30 seconds. Yeah. But yeah, so if, if you have a headache and you've cheated on your girlfriend, maybe you want to go see the eye doctor before you tell your girlfriend you have AIDS. Might not be the HIV. <laughs> yeah, that's the lesson. That's the lesson. When this your was first the impulse, early 90s, so it was kind you know, of that was kind of a big deal. It was AIDS mania. It was. It was. Yeah. And like, and I don't know, and I don't want to know whether he used a condom when he was cheating or whatever. I don't give a shit. Yeah. No pregnancies resulted. Remember that God. when when there were like get tested campaigns all over the place? And like that was a big thing. Did I tell you the thing I heard the first time I visited London? No. When you're feeling down and randy, always keep a condom handy. Oh, that's clever. For all the thrills you get in bed, wow. will that help you when you're dead? Enough said. Wow. <laughs> and I still remember this. This is 1986 <sighs> and I saw something on the TV in my hotel room. Play a song, please. What do you want to hear? Something from my year-end playlist. Do you have a year-end playlist? No. Does it have 37 songs in it? I'm questioning some of the decisions on this playlist, too. Play whatever the fuck you want. I don't uh, care. I don't know what to play. Do you want to play the Best Coast song? No. I played that on accident. 
Oh, what do you want to play then? Wish I remember what we played in September. What do you hate on my playlist? I don't hate a lot of these. Why are you questioning stuff? Because some of them are just like, eh, I don't I don't know them or I don't care about them. What don't you know or care about? Arctic Monkeys. Oh, that's a good song. Play that. Want to know it. what this is? Yeah, play it. It's really good. I'll be I'll be the judge I'm of that. I'm a on a string. Tracy Island, time traveling, diamond, could have shaped heartaches. They come to find you for in some velvet morning. He is too late. She's a silver lining, lone ranger riding through an open space. In my mind, when she's not right there beside me, I go crazy. Cause here is where I want to be. And satisfaction feels like a distant memory. You're not feeling it, are you? It's okay. I don't I see like myself ever seeking this out to listen to, though. Fine, then play something else. Yeah, that's not doing it for me. Fine. Now what? Uh, play something that you like. Whatever. I don't know what I want to hear. I'm really indecisive today. Oh We've my been... god. Here, I'll listen. I know I want to listen to this. The hell? What happened? Get down and further in you. You'll be one of the girls in the siege like one. Rattle fast to get ready. But you need to know that the years haven't come. Every once in a while, GarageBand, which I record on, craps out and sends me a message like, hey, do you really want to be doing this? Yes, I really want to be doing this. That's what happened. That's why I swore. Fucker. I would say that uh, Dave Haas oops, Dave Haas is the artist I'm most happy that I became acquainted with in 2012. Yeah. Yes. Ha- did we tell the story about how we became acquainted with him? I think him we on talked about show? I, I think we played yes, I think so because it was shortly after the the show the that show. We, yeah. Uh, the Gaslight Anthem he show. Opened he opened for Gaslight Anthem and he was great. Really good and was, I've since bought everything of his oh, his solo stuff. So I have to good. venture into his band stuff, the loved ones. We saw them, and I don't really remember much about them. So, yes, and he has a new album planned for 2013, and that makes me very happy. Yes, because I listen to him all, all the time. And you wear his shirt a lot. That too, because that's how I promote the artists I enjoy. You're gonna sneeze. Yes. <laughs> Should I mute you? No, I'm okay. good. I'll let you know. <laughs> oh, I well, thought I could recover well from it, but <laughs> nicely sorry. done. Sorry, this is a professionally recorded show, you know. 
It's professionally recorded, but it's not professionally hosted. Exactly. So yeah. now what? I don't know. What's next? This is a very compelling episode of Dyslexic Heart. It is. It's Tim fumbles through Michelle's playlist and discovers <laughs> shit that he doesn't like. I didn't prepare anything for the show. I didn't either, except for the story about my former roommate's ex-boyfriend who I know, had AIDS. And you blew that wad really. in the first two minutes. I know. I blew my wad. I can't believe you have Godier in your top... I like that song. It's a good song, but we're uh, not going to play it. I liked it too it. when Sting, when it was called <laughs> any song by Sting in the late 80s. Whatever. He sounds like Sting. I Fine. I don't want to hear it again. Fine. Don't play it. I oh, don't I like care. this song, though. I'm down with this. Little Japan droids. When the soul of the city was laid to rest. I feel like we played this in the last show, too. Probably did. I'm sorry for any repetition. Request any refunds at 500 at gmail.com. What's that? This is not my doing. So since this is kind of a year-end wrap-up of uh-huh. our one show oh, we did Would before, you like to talk about this artist and the album and the song in case people are interested in getting it? Japan Droids. Called The House That Heaven Built off the Celebration Rock album. All right. Available at on Amazon.com or iTunes near you. We don't get any kickback unless you go through our Amazon link. <laughs> There's not enough people listening to the show for me to even put an Amazon True. link on the dyslexic heart. Thank you, all page. eight of you who are listening. Yeah. So what were you going to say about the year in review? Oh, are there any, is there anything from 2012 that you would like to recap or discuss that was a specific highlight or awesome moment? A highlight or awesome moment? We had a lot of good concerts. We had some good concerts. Okay. Gaslight Anthem. So the venue, I feel so shitty. Like, I feel like I'm repeating everything from the last show. All right. What about the Who? The The Who who were amazing. So we saw them at the end of November. They did uh, Quadrophenia. I am not that familiar with the Quadrophenia album, yet I found the show entertaining and engaging. Because I'm not a big Quadrophenia. I, I was never into Quadrophenia as much as I was into Tommy. And you're a yet, huge Who fan. And yet I, and I'd never seen them. I'd wanted to see them for a long, long time and didn't for a variety of reasons. And I'm really glad we went to that show. It was fantastic. It was great. I, uh, I just... Like, I just left with so much respect for them as musicians. and oh, Pete is in fine really form. Good. Roger is in as fine of a form as you can be in when you are the lead singer and you're you know, 65 years old. His voice I'm is a little bit I'm glad we shot, saw him at the beginning of the tour. I'm yeah. just going to say that. Because we saw the concert for Sandy after, and his voice wasn't as good as when we saw yeah. him. 
Pete's voice sounded great. But we still love him because he gives a really good effort and he tries a lot. And Pete's uh, guitar playing is Pete's still great. incredible. Yeah. So I'm really glad. That was a good show. Yeah. I'm really glad we saw them. I just, it it was, They're uh, doing a couple shows really amazing. in Vegas in February at the Hard Rock. Really? When in February? the 8th-ish. Huh. Little, Damn. Yeah. So that's not going to happen, AKA for us. No. That would be cool. That would be cool to see them in a small venue like that. Yep. Because we saw them at Target Center, which is not the most sound-friendly no. arena. At least we were close. We were in the 13th row on the yeah, floor. Yeah, that was good. That was that was really good. Although, I wish we would have had seats on the end because I start. I'm starting to get a little claustrophobic. Yeah, I as I like, get older, I just don't like being around I, people. Yeah, well, there's which that. is a problem at shows. Yeah. So arena shows, especially the club shows. It can be okay, although you're still around a lot of people. Yeah. God, I'm not making sense. So around the same time as the Who show, we saw uh, Mr. Springsteen. Yes, we did. That was fantastic. You saw him twice. I saw him once. Yes, we went to... You got to touch him. I touched his shoulder. He came out into the crowd and walked right by me. And he came home and healed me of all my ailments. (laughs) If only. Yeah, no, his shows were fantastic. Both of them were very different. I'll play Jack of All Trades, please. Uh, That's like my least favorite song. I know. Let's talk about why. All right. It's like way down at the bottom, I think. uh, I'm finding it. There it is. Okay. We don't have to play the whole thing. It's like six minutes long. I know. Him just listing off fucking tasks. (laughs) I know. So as a technical writer, I enjoy this because it's like... Oh, he's doing this, then he's doing this, then he's doing this. I, I can relate to this. Step one, step two, step three. That's how I write. <laughs> and you wonder why I never had a successful blog. <laughs> I like the message behind it, but it's like fucking tedious. This is the bathroom break song of the show. This was your bathroom, a.k.a. refill drinks break. I know, the timing was perfect. I appreciated it, though, because you refilled my drink, too. You didn't do it the second show, and I ended up getting a... Um, so then I had to piss so bad, and there wasn't any good bathroom breaks on. So I ended up going during Youngstown, which I really like. Oh, no! Luckily, I got back in just in time for Nils fucking scorching guitar solo. I would have been pissed. Oh. Uh, yeah. Is he going to mow your lawn now? Oh, I'll clean out your gutters. <laughs> I'll weed your garden. <laughs> we get it. You'll do a bunch of shit nobody else wants to do. <laughs> I love Bruce, but... Some this songs. song is too task-based for your tastes. He could have held this one for tracks, too. All right. That's all I'm <laughs> What's your overall opinion of the Wrecking Ball album? I like it. Yeah? Yeah. Most of it's very good. Yeah. Just not this song. It's not this song. So, okay, so you, we saw Springsteen. You saw Springsteen twice. I saw him once. Correct. I had academic challenges on the second night. Because you're learning. Oh, grad school girl. Damn it, learning. Anyway. So, yeah, it was Sunday and Monday night. Monday nights I have class. But because, you know, as opposed to me having class all week being classy uh-huh. huh yeah Good one. you're you're classy all the time okay so yeah you and your brother went and you ended up standing next to this really great english dude who went to see him i have a feeling he's listening hello chris hey chris chris has great taste in music i would like to meet you chris yep struck up a conversation with us and uh yeah we made a new friend yeah so it's always good to have new friends especially in england exactly oh 
The English meetup we had in 2011 was so great. I still think about that afternoon in the pub and it just makes me happy. And that's all I can really say. Even though none of those people are probably listening, but that's okay. Because <laughs> I love them. Yeah, we'll do it again. We will. All right, I've had enough of this song. All right. I love Bruce, but not this Play song. Play something else. Not my least favorite Springsteen song, but it's up there. Uh, 57 Channels? Uh, Big Muddy. Big Muddy. Yeah, 57 Channels is pretty high on the list yeah. of shitty Springsteen songs, too. Also, that uh, fucking grocery store song <laughs> from... Uh, the grocery store from song? From Working on a Dream. What's that? Queen of the Supermarket. Oh, <laughs> the grocery store song. Yep. Nice. I wish that it was like Jack of all trades, but in a grocery store. <laughs> I'll buy your canned corn. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pick up your carrots. <laughs> Get some frozen foods. <laughs> and maybe some Swiffers. Don't forget the eggs. <laughs> it's just reading his grocery list in task form. Hey, there's a Sesame Street kit sketch about I'm gonna get gallon of milk something and something butter great story gallon (laughs) of milk loaf of bread and a pat of butter I don't know Wow. there's like some girl reciting her grocery list yes please look that up on YouTube because I am coherent oh this is a good tune very good song first aid kit
It's a nice song. Isn't that lovely? I like it. I do too. I like this song better than I like the rest of the album, but this is a really good song. Yeah. It's called like, Emmy Lou. I think there's a song called Blue on the album that I really like too. Yeah. Not a cover of the Jayhawk song, is it? No. No, it's not. Uh, speaking of, there's a Jayhawks drum head on sale on eBay as part of the 400 bar auction. Tell us more about the 400 bar. 400 bar was the longtime venue in Minneapolis that on Cedar and Riverside. Yes, and it recently closed, and they're going to find another location for it. But they sold the building. And tell us about the sight lines. At it the used to be great. Bar. It used to be a really cool little bar, and then they remodeled it. I remember it. seeing a few shows and really enjoying it, and then they expanded it, and then half the sight lines were shitty, and people talked throughout the whole show, and we quit going there. Yes. So. But they're selling off a bunch of the stuff from the inside. They have these, this cool Elvis lamp. Yeah. But the bidding starts at 200 bucks. Ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. They're selling off like couches and. They don't have drawings of dicks backstage, though. And that's the Varsity Theater. That's the Varsity Theater. Yeah. They might, but I'm not aware specifically. Yeah. Yeah. We but... had some good times at the 400, but the bad wi- the bad times started to outweigh the good times yes. because of the sight lines. Yeah. No, I saw um, I saw like Semi Sonic there a couple times. Yeah. And yeah, we saw some good. We saw the Delilahs there, didn't we? Saw the Delilahs. Saw our They're a Kevin long Bowe. defunct Minneapolis band, but oh, so good. Yeah, I don't remember who all I saw there, but many good shows. And then yeah, I didn't. I don't know why they fucked it up, but but they did. Yeah. Well. Didn't they remodel? And then they were like, we're going to remodel again. And we thought, oh, they'll make the sight lines better. Uh, no, no, they didn't. They did not. Yeah, it was better when it was a smaller place. Yeah. Speaking of Kevin Bowe, would you like to play L.A. Dogs? I think I played that in the last show, didn't I? Did you? I think so. Oh, shit. Because I was going to say that's a song we've been waiting like 15 years for to be on CD. I can play it again. I don't care. It's on here somewhere. It is. Um, saw him do an in-store last week. It was lovely. Tell us more about it. It was great fun. When you left town, you never even said goodbye. Called yourself a taxi, got yourself one last ride. When we were broken weeds, coming up through the cracks. God, I love this song. I do too. A bowing to your
dedicate this to you? No, he uh, he started to play it, and this, and he got like two lines in, and he looked up at me and kind of smirked because I used to pester him to do this song live all the time, and huh. his band hated playing it for some reason. Uh, so yeah, and he asked me afterwards. He's like, "How long have I been playing that song? Like twenty years?" I'm like, "Almost, almost, <laughs> probably almost. seventeen or eighteen years." Yep. Yep, so it's nice that it's finally on an actual album. So Kevin Bowen, the Okima Prophets, the Natchez Trace album, it's really good. It's great. And he played guitar for Paul Westerberg. Actually, he's was involved in the replacement sessions that took place recently. So if there ends up eventually being an actual replacements reunion tour thing, probably be involved. he would most likely be the guitar player. So yep. I hope that happens because I'd like to see it. Yes. Uh, yeah. I had one of his very old songs going through my head all day today. Which one? Straight Up Love. Oh, that one's so great. Yeah. I wonder if it's Off on. Blackie Ford's do, Red. Do you, do you it might it? be, yeah. Check it. Check and see. If you don't, I think I have it. Um, okay. Oh, that song's so great. You do. Good. I need to hear this. What year is this for? From like 93? No. It was weird because having not uh, seen Kevin play live in a long time, seeing him do the in-store, it was kind of like, um, it's one of those things where when you see somebody that you used to see play a long time ago, it kind of puts you in that frame of mind. Uh-huh. I got a little sad. Oh, almost. why? It's just, just reminiscing? Yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Remembering what it was like to be so young? <laughs> I don't know. I've had that a couple times, but yeah, um, yeah, many good memories, many good songs, and he played several older songs, so it's cool. cool to cool to hear. He's so talented. He's great, good yeah. dude. Yep, he does our theme song to our other podcast. Yeah, which I'm sure anybody who listens to the show is familiar with our other podcast, and it need not, it need not be named. Yes, um, podcast that shall not be named. Yes, yep, yep, yep. So. Ooh, you should play New Standards, um, the cover of Call Your Boyfriend. All right, I will find it. I'm assuming that's on here. They have a new album called, is it called Sunday Morning Coming Down? I have not, yeah, it is. I've listened to it once. I really like it. I am not that 
familiar with it. I like the title song. It's a Johnny. Ca- well, it's a, it's a Johnny, Glenn Campbell cover, it's a, isn't it? It's a Glenn Campbell cover of a Johnny Cash cover covered by the new standards. I thought it was a Chris Christopherson song, or is oh, it Glenn Campbell? I, I thought it was Glenn Campbell, but <laughs> I could be wrong. It might be Chris Christopherson. I know that Johnny Cash covered it. Okay. All right. So this, who's this one? This is a cover of a Robin song. Time you had the talk. Give him your reasons. Tell him it's not his fault. But you just met somebody new. Don't let him get upset, second guessing everything he'd done. And when he gets upset, say it never meant to hurt no one. Tell him the only way his heart will mend is when he learns to love again. And it seems kind of funny right now, but you still be friends. Let him down easy. It's not his fault But you just met somebody new Don't tell him how I give you something that you never knew you even missed Don't you even try to explain how it's so different when we kiss Tell him the only way his heart will mend is when he learns to love Still be friends. Let them down easy. Like it. Oh, the original's great too. Yeah, I'm not that familiar with Robin. Alright, I'm gonna story time. Oh good. So, I hope it's as good as the AIDS story. <laughs> that I totally screwed up because it's a great story. Any other I social completely... issues you'd like to tackle tonight? How about abortion? Oh, we no. covered that in one of our no. other shows. <laughs> When I first heard Robin's Call Your Girlfriend and Dancing on My Own, for some reason, I'd gotten into Downton Abbey at the same time. And so every time I heard Call Your Girlfriend, I kept thinking of um, Matthew and Lavinia Swire and how he should, like, you know, tell her he's still in love with Mary. So every time I hear Call Your Girlfriend, I think, Matthew, call your girlfriend Lavinia Swire. Tell her you're in love with Mary and call it off. (laughs) I'm weird. Sorry. Since there's a call for you. Yes. Oh, I love the song. This would be a guilty pleasure if I believed in such things. There's no guilt here. There's no guilt. Pop, pop masterpiece. Play the Gautier song, yet you'll play this. <laughs> well documented that I like super poppy hooky songs. Especially by the ladies. Eh, you like Backstreet Boys, though. One of their songs. Guess which one? She looks like a young uh, Carly Simon to me. You do. 
And her name is Carly Rae Jepsen, so what do you know? Two Carlys. Two Carlys. I want to grow out my hair to be like her, but I'm afraid by the time I fucking grow it out, it's going to be out of style. Let's not talk about hairstyles or shoes. <laughs> How about clothing? Nope. This is what you get on uh, Dyslexic Heart. We will play anything. <laughs> oh, is that video of John Moe doing the um, rock star letters on YouTube? It's on the YouTube. Yeah. So what are the keywords for people to search for such a thing? Because um, it's awesome and he's super funny and he's one of the funniest people in the world. What does he call those? Rockstar Correspondence? Yes. Rockstar Correspondence. Something like that. So do a, a search for wits, correspondence, and call me maybe. And John Moe, M-O-E. Sure, why not? He's great. It's his response, kind of. Yeah. Not his, but he, he writes... He does a bunch of them. Oh, they're so great. They were The Wanted published... Dead or Alive Bon Jovi ones. Oh, God, that one's brilliant. It was published on McSweeney's, I think. Yep, I think you're right. Yeah. There's a show called Wits. He did Wits. a few on McSweeney's, actually. A show called Wits that started on Minnesota Public Radio. It's now syndicated, and there's a podcast as well. It's really very funny, and we've been to some of the live events, and it's worth checking out. Really well produced, really well put together, really yep. funny. Very good people involved. Very insightful, yeah. Oh, Carly Ray. She'll never top this song, so I'm, gonna, I'm done with her. <laughs> but she has a duet with Owl City Guy, I'm not, whom you love. I don't I know. I should support Owl City because it's a local thing but it doesn't do anything for me no nope since we're listening to this music for 12 year old girls i suppose the thanksgiving song oh, oh no oh Taylor did you Swift. Oh, yes this is written by dan wilson though that's written so it's got some street cred to it, it does dan wilson formerly of semi-sonic and trip shakespeare we'll be seeing him soon solo dude put your lips close to mine as long as they don't how many people are using the forward button on their uh, I know. device? I don't dislike Taylor Swift. I, I like some of her stuff. I enjoy her so much more than I should. Like, I could listen to this song on repeat many times a day. But it's so well written. I'm not just saying that because Dan co-wrote it. Something about the production that just gets I can't me. If it's a choice, getting swept away. And the hookiness of the, the songwriting. My own voice, I like hooky. Asking you to stay. Wonder how many people quit listening. Uh, both. Both, both of our people listen. The demo version of this is also good. I recently dis- 
discovered Groove Shark. I like Groove Shark. It's like Spotify, but without as many ads. Did you say Shark? Groove Shark with oh. a K. It's a group. I think it's a group shark. Oh, wait, wait. Go back to the song. favorite part of the song i it's love like the desperado vocals. with uh vocals <laughs> desperado what? on seinfeld where putty had to, had to <laughs> stop anybody who's talking and listen to desperado whenever it came on no it's just that part of the song that's great like the backing <laughs> vocals is ah uh, the backing vocals are really nice i just I... it's good it's good i like her album i've listened to it her storytellers was amusing to me. Yes. Yep. Her false modesty is amusing to you. Uh-huh. She's so surprised anybody shows up to see her anymore. Yep. All right. Got to play some Frank Turner now. All right. New song. New song. This one absolutely wasn't on the last show because it wasn't around. We're all so very 21st century. You're probably listening to me on some kind of portable stereo. Maybe you're sitting on the back of the bus Or it's running up your sleeve and you're across from your boss Or you're sitting in your bedroom on your own with the lights down low I'd like to teach you four simple words So the next time you come to a show You could sing those words back at me Like they're the only words that you know I want to dance I want to dance I want lust and love and a smattering of romance But I'm no good at dancing And yet I have to do something Tonight I'm gonna play it straight I'm gonna take my chance I want to dance
That's going to be on his next album, which comes out sometime soon. Yay. And he's going to tour again soon. Yes. Which means we're going to see him right, next year. He's a year. touring machine. He is. I'm so grateful that he comes here. Yep. There's so many people who don't. That's called Four Simple Words. He uh, made it available free on Christmas. When did we record our last one? September. We, like early September or uh, did we talk about the Frank Turner show that we I don't know attended? What, what was the date of that show? I don't know. I don't know. You should look it up because I'm about to talk about the hippies who almost stank us out of the show. The smell funk. September. Oh, oh it, was the, it was like September 2nd. Oh, okay. We so we, no, because we saw Frank like the 17th or something. <laughs> okay. So, all right. We started out on one side of the stage and then we realized, oh my God, there are these like crazy kind Loud, of drunk, jock, drunk guys wearing Vikings jerseys and we're just going to get away from them. So we moved to the opposite side of the stage. Yes. Good move. We, in good move theory. in theory. But there were these fucking stank ass hippies who hadn't bathed in six months. It was the biggest, nastiest wall of funk I've ever experienced. I have never experienced such BO like that in my entire life. Oh, they it was were so horrible. Vile. I could not even breathe. They were horrible. Yeah. They were horrible. And they were then like they, six, the, seven feet away, and you and it was and you could like so strong. It was so horrible. Ugh. And then you got out of the show, and they were busking outside, right. like. We're playing music. We expect you to give us money, even though we have an aura of stench about us. No, we're not oh, doing that. It was vile. It I, was horrendous. I've never experienced such a nasty stink anywhere ever. I haven't before. either. And we've been on the bus to downtown Vegas. <laughs> yeah. We've been at Las Vegas Club. It wasn't even. Yeah, it wasn't even remotely yeah. that bad. No, it was. Oh, my God. Yep. Ugh. About the show, we, the show is brilliant. We sucked Frank it up is for the wonderful. love of Frank. Yeah, Frank is great. So even though I had a really hard time inhaling, I was able to sing along. <sighs> yes, and then like the next day, it was still in my nose. I know. Couldn't get the smell out. I was worried like, it was never going to go away. Me too. It was like PTSD for your nostrils. It really was. What it was is horrible. PTSD. Post traumatic stress disorder. Oh yeah, that. It was bad. I'm gonna play something old. Those hippies were fucking vile. And I seriously wanted to, like, douse them with something. Should have. Wanted to. Yep. Can security throw people out for stinking? I don't know. I don't know what the protocol for that would be. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted it to happen, though. So I'm going to play. Unfortunately, in 2012, Slim Dunlap, former member of the replacements, oops, uh, had some health issues and is still recovering. And I've been listening to a lot of Slim as a result of that. So this is the song that I've been enjoying the most. I love this album. It's called Old New Me. He only put out like two albums. He's a good dude.
really weird memory of so I was going to see this concert and I was with a friend of mine that I was about to have a falling out with and Slim was the opening act and I was so happy to see him because it was like seeing a really good friend and just like being comforted in this uncomfortable situation. Did he play Ballad of the Opening Band? I don't know if he did. I think he might have. He wrote a song he was an about opening what band. it's like to be an opening act. Which is brilliant. Yeah. Talked to Slim a couple times many, many years ago. He was always very, very um, giving of his time to talk to fans. And he's a cool dude. Still is. But not doing the music anymore. I wish him well. Well, it's after nine by time in the bar USA. Bartender yells the band to get up there and play. A little bit out of tune, they slowly fall As the chords ring out and the nighttime rolls to life, if only in a dream. It's just an empty bar that's right. A chilly He played in uh, he played in this little shitty little restaurant slash it wasn't a bar they didn't serve alcohol but this little live music space when I was in college and uh, there were never there were never many that, that many people at these shows but uh, afterwards he hung out and we scooters drilled, yeah <laughs> we drilled them with questions about touring with the replacements and he regaled us with many a replacement story so that was fun. Now the dream world of a little opening band It soon gets shattered when the headliner takes command You'll feel the fleet of fame in a night As the latest local hero he shoots you a wink You sit there thinking, oh my God, it was stink or what? There's only one shot to a night When you're the opener, that's right You were gonna be a singer on the grave Instead you're just the singer Stage. You're the opener tonight. 
think this was written about their his experience with the replacements opening for Tom Petty. Ah. Uh, it did not that was not a tour that went well. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. It's always bad when the opener and the main act like, don't have the same audience. Yeah. Cause there have been times when we've gone to see bands and we've been so pleasantly surprised by the opening act. Like Gaslight Anthem tends to choose really good opening acts except yep. for Murder by Death. Yep. But Oh, did you just break our new no. chair? It was nothing. Okay. So yeah, yeah, because we've discovered a couple really, really great things. From that Frank Turner, Dave Haas. Yep. But you get some very bad ones as well. Yeah. We've had plenty of those. Yeah. So. But it's it's a hard position to be in the opening band. It's true. Oh, uh, what else? Do you have anything else we need to play? Um, hmm. I'm good. <laughs> I think we're running out of stuff to say. We've been recording all night. It's been like four hours. It's been crazy. Sweet. We're all sort of talked out, I guess. Did lots of stuff. I was so. running out of steam at the end of Dyslexic Heart. Yeah, that's all right. So this is normal. We have a very cute little tan boxer dog who he didn't matches like that noise very much. a pillow that we just bought. Yep. He's tan, the pillow's tan, and he kind of blends in, and it's really cute. All right. What should I finish with? Do you have the new Haley Bonner song on there? Uh, Bad Reputation? If not, I've got mine queued up. I do, okay. I think. She's a local gal. She's actually from South Dakota, but she hangs out here. She went to Portland for a while. New Portlandia coming in January, by the way, which was going to be awesome. But now she's back here, and we're very happy about that. She's really good.
show's more twangy than normal. How so? We just had a lot of twangy kind of songs. Yeah? Slim's kind of twangy. Haley Bonner's kind of twangy. You should play some Mumford and Sons. Uh, no, I don't think that's going to happen. No? no? Do you have a banjo I'm allergy? Just, just done with them. No? I'm done with all that... That beardo hipster stuff? Shit. I don't dislike it, but I'm just tired of it. You're just not into... You're tired of it like other things you're tired of. Yeah. I understand. I don't want to hear it anymore. So, but by this, Haley Bonner, she's awesome. It's called Bad Reputation. That's great. You can find her on iTunes and elsewhere. B-O-N-A-R. as we wrap up that I can think of alright we'll be back in another nine months <laughs> we'll be back sometime next year <laughs> in 2013 happy new year thanks, thanks for listening thanks for listening